Hello and welcome to Starseed Sanctuary. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Olga Starr. Story time. That is totally story time. So basically it's going to be Steve's podcast and I'm just going to sit here uh, looking pretty on my very giant chair and just nod. Just keep your hands warm. Focus yeah, keep, on you keeping I, your yeah, hands warm. Exactly. I feel a bit, uh, my hands are warm. If you need to put the, the mic down, just put the mic down. <laughs> yeah. So basically I am here, guys, but you won't hear me. And just imagine that I'm here and I'm just nodding like, wow. Yeah. Mm, mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so this, <laughs> this dream that I had was like, it's... I want to write it and turn it into a short story because it was so, it's like, it. I think it would make a great I'm, story. I'm so sorry, a bit of a sideline here. Do you do realize that uh, listeners don't know about your blogs? And you should totally like, what's your blog link? What's so your web, web link? And I will be writing more on it. So that's a yeah. good point. So it's vegan Steven. Vegan Steven, guys. Dot blog. Dot blog. Mm-hmm. Okay, so V-E-G-A-N. You, yeah. S-T-E-V-E-N. No spaces, no dots, nothing. No, vegan Stephen, all one word, dot blog. blog. Guys, I highly recommend because Steve shares quite a few of his dreams in there and he has some other, I think, slightly politically colored things he's sharing. So go there. It's awesome. This will be written up on there too because I started drafting something. I'll write it from a dream aspect, but then I also want to flesh it out into a story because it was... Okay. Like by the end, I was like, whoa cool so so what happened was in this dream it wasn't me i was almost like a character it was it was two two people um a brother and a sister and they were quite young i want to say like 12 13 and i was the brother of seeing it through perceiving it through the eyes of the brother of the the two siblings and they sort of uh, had this device like a, an iPhone, like a small okay. iPhone. And um, this device um, had a, like a piece of technology in it. So it was like a screen, imagined an iPhone, and it had like a camera lens to it. And if anyone knows about augmented reality now that they are bringing out, so you can look at something through the camera on your phone and it will project like, it won't project, but through the camera on your phone, you'll see something on the ground. Yeah, yeah. I saw like three-dimensional landscapes yes. and uh, weird animals running around. Yes, exactly. So it's augmented reality. And the thing, there's a new thing now with the um, iPhone, an inbuilt app, anyone that's got the latest iPhone operating system, which is the first example of how to use augmented reality. I know this is a side point, but this is really important to explain. On there, there's an app called Measure. Okay. Have you used it? No. Can you? Can I'll just you show like... you briefly. So okay, if anyone's okay. got an iPhone, they can like go to this. So it's called Measure. So if you just search your iPhone and find Measure, it's augmented reality. Is it, so... is it when I mentioned we are not paid to promote the app? <laughs> yeah. So so like say if I hit that, um, so you can measure things. So if I hit um, like a plus point there, and I need to measure. Oh, I know this app. Actually, yeah. it's quite annoying. It didn't work out. For it doesn't me. really work all that great, but you can measure things yeah. through that. Yeah, I tried. So the reason why this is important, <laughs> the reason I why this is it. important, is because that's how I perceived this technology through this device, like iPhone tablet device. It was about the size of an iPhone to begin with. Okay. And what these these two kids did is they joined some dots, like a measuring, like what I've just shown you. Yes. They created through their iPhone screen a portal. Oh into another reality huh, okay and um they could see it as like a, a, a window into this other reality so they were w- w- watching through their iphone and they were seeing um 
a guy's life play out. So they were like observing his life. And oh, f- so it wasn't for them to enter the portal. It was for them to see the other reality. To begin with. Huh. Okay, okay. So, so they were watching this guy's life. And the first time they like peeked into this man's life, I want to say his name was Chris. I, for some reason, that name came forward when I was writing this down. So they were looking at Chris's life and they, um, they viewed it at a point where he met this woman like and and she was going to be the love of his life so they they met and um throughout as the kids grew up they kept peeking into this man's life like observing it and like um interested in it so they they would use the device again and the thing they were running on two different time levels so if you imagine the kids are looking like a few months later but then when they look in it's actually years later in oh, chris's wow. life okay they're not parallel timelines yes, 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 yes. um so this device doesn't peer in terms of time it just peers in a moment but it was chronological so the next moment they appeared it was their wedding oh so chris okay. was getting married to this woman and then they peered in again and it was the the um like a couple of years later they peered in and then through the, the portal and it was the birth of their first child And then it was the birth of their second child. Mm -hmm. And then they were running around with these kids in this house. And so I was viewing it like a film. Like these children were growing up, but they were growing up watching his life develop. So they were invested in what was going on in his life while they were growing up. To the point where they were like, these two siblings were like teenagers, like late teens maybe. And they peered into Chris's life. And um, the next time they peered in, she was in hospital. And then the next time they peered in, she was, she'd passed away and he was left with two children. Oh, no. Um, and the, I got the feeling that the, the sister, my sister was really emotionally invested in this, this guy. And as the years went on, they, they, the, I don't know how, but their device was bigger, like got bigger. Okay. So the portal that they could create, they could actually reach in okay. and start actually interacting. So... Um, and th- towards the end of the dream, the sibling, the, the sister had fallen romantically in, like involved with like She, she fell for him, completely fell for him. And she wanted to help him through this awful time that he was going through, yes. um, looking after two children and the end moment of the dream, it gets a bit blurry, but the, the mother figure of me and this, the sister yes. sort of came into the room and she didn't really know what we were doing the whole time. Like she didn't really know that we had this device and that we were appearing into someone's life. Um, But when she came in and we created a portal big enough to step through. Yes. So she came in and she was like, you, I don't think you should do that. Like you she was a very against like meddling with Chris's Mm. life and what you could do to, to his reality. But um, she wanted to go anyway. Okay. She wanted to, she's like, I've got to help him because he is struggling yes. and I can see that he's struggling. And the children were a lot older mm-hmm. at this point. They were, the children were in their teens. So, yes. um, but again, we hadn't grown in terms of that time in, in age very much, but there was a piece of, so before we stepped through, um, the te- before we stepped through the portal, there was a, a feature on the device that would kind of sort of take a moment in time and, and like like 
timestamp it so it was like a, a point in time so that if we stepped through the portal when we stepped back out it would just be as no time passed okay so it was as if we were just about to walk through it yeah so the mother wouldn't see that we had gone for okay like even if we'd stepped through this portal yeah. and stayed there for years yes. we would come back and she wouldn't know the difference okay so it was like i wanted to protect us so i like time stamped on the device this moment in time yeah so that we were protected we then stepped through the portal and finally got to meet this chris and this man and basically what had happened again it is a bit blurry but we got th- we got through this portal and met the children and everything it was all amazing and she was like sort of saying to chris how she'd seen him through all of this hard times wanted to be there for him and everything and it was at that point that we realized that chris was with another woman like he had already moved on oh gosh he'd already met someone oh gosh and that crushed my sister's heart <gasps> at the time because she was like oh he doesn't need me mm. and at the same time the portal that we'd created started to close so we were going to be trapped there so me thinking oh crap I, I was the closest to it because she was okay. upset and there was all this stuff going on it got a bit chaotic I ran and jumped through the portal okay. and she didn't make it <gasps> but because i timestamped yes as soon as i stepped back out of the portal it was like we never left and um, where was your sister did she make it she was there still in the other reality yes but when i come back it had saved her because she was out there waiting for me to step into the portal you know what i mean you freeze that moment in time of we were about to step in both okay. of us so when i jumped back out she had never left oh so who stayed behind exactly that's where the dream ended Oh my word. Okay, I have goosebumps. So I have goosebumps. There's, so there's technically now two of them that exist. I don't like it. Oh my god, I've got goosebumps. <laughs> and that's where so the dream weird. ended. That was like the end of the movie. That's so weird. Isn't that so freaky? That is too freaky. So the way I want to flesh it out in a story is like do we go and rescue her? But then she's existing? Like I no, say, because like, you formed a new existing um yeah. structure. Yeah. I don't even want to use the word being. I feel like it's a hologramic existence, mm. hologramic copy of your real existence. Yeah. Oh my God. And it so was like hard. we'd never left. So it was really, I was like, when I woke up, I was like, that's okay. really cool. Given the story is so romantic, was the girl's heart broken at the end or not? Which one? <laughs> the one that never left the room. I don't know. But maybe that's something just, I just to. hope she's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, she doesn't know any difference. So then okay, good, do, good, I, good, do good. I tell her that? No. He's found someone else? Well, no, unless you're planning on. on opening the portal again. Then you say like, okay, I probably should tell you something. Yeah. Please sit down. We've just been in there and come back. Yeah, but also if you open the portal again next time, then he'll probably be there with another woman. So she'll see it. Mm. So you probably don't even have to say. Mm. It's very dramatic. That it ending is. was very dramatic. Yes. But I loved the idea of the technology of peer, like creating portals and things like that. Like that was really and observing people's lives. Like it made me feel like not that we were guides, but like how I imagine our guides look at our lives yeah. and different points in our times and check that we're yes. okay. Yes. <gasps> so they are empty shells maybe still floating around. 
they got stuck. So what happened to her? Yeah. Well, they're actually useless, right? They Did just... she just disappear? Well, no. Does if she, it, if it does has she been... exist in that reality now? In that dimension? Because it was somewhere... Yes, you will different. have to... Because the energy was facilitated, right? So it's there until it dies, I guess, or whatever will happen to its self-destruction mm. of sorts. Freaky, huh? That's so cool. <laughs> it was really cool. It was a lot of things to just accept. Like I said, like, oh, now the technology is like this. Oh, okay, now that's like this. It was just like watching it unfold. And then the ending, I was like, oh, what happened? And then it jumped back out and saved her. Okay, well, that's definitely a movie to be made. So maybe patented or whatever else. Yep, copyright. Yeah, Steve copyright Bradley. or just like start doing your TV screen writing. <laughs> yeah. Wink, wink. <laughs> no, seriously, yeah. Well, I never know. Yeah, just maybe find someone in Hollywood say, look, I've got these crazy dreams, you know. It's like, um, isn't it Black Mirror or something called yeah, on Netflix, which is completely a, unconnected. That is, it's totally it, like it that. It reminded me like a Black yeah, Mirror episode. Yeah, it's totally that. It's totally trippy. Yeah. It's like, whoa, okay. Yeah. So yeah, I've, I'm going to flesh that out into a story, like a bit, like flesh it out into something Yeah, a bit and bigger. just approach someone and say, it's very similar to Black Mirror based on my dreams, mm. multidimensional reality, blah, blah, blah. Mm. There you go. Stay tuned just in case, you know. This podcast said it was going to become one of the next famous (laughs) TV characters. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, so that was was one really crazy dream. Should I talk about the other ones in a different podcast? Um, No, you mentioned it. Just mention it. They're quite small. Yeah, because they're quite small as well, anyway. They're quite small. Yeah, just say so. So I had another, so I had a couple of dreams. The first one I'll save to the end. But I had a dream where. I was, um, there was this, I was in like a different, um, different like world. So it was like, I want to say, I wrote down Babylon, but it was like a Babylonian kind of, it felt modern, okay, but not this era, Mm -hmm, not this mm -hmm, civilization. mm -hmm. But there was this little girl that... So basically quite advanced civilization. Quite advanced, but not like Atlantis, but like a... Uh, very sunny, sandy buildings, sandy-coloured buildings, Egyptian almost, but not okay. Egypt. But that's kind of the only reference point I can give to that. Um, yeah, very, very natural materials for buildings and architecture and stuff. There were vehicles and things. Okay. It didn't feel like space agey. It, it it didn't feel uh, anyway. So there was this. Uh, so I kept seeing this girl. It was like, I wasn't like I was investigating her. But it was like I was following her around. And this little girl just kept disappearing into other dimensions. And then would just appear again. Okay. Somewhere else. Like days later. Okay. So it was like I was investigating her. So it's like her. time and space travel. Yeah, she would together. just disappear. And I remember looking at her and going, and she just would go. And I'd be like, oh. Okay. Okay, and then she would appear somewhere else. Days so it wasn't later. just teleportation; it was actually going elsewhere Completely and then coming back, physically going and coming back. Okay, um, and then I wrote down purple crystals, and I remember that there was these giant purple crystals. It's maybe why I think it's like Atlantis or something. Okay, because um, of crystal technology, of yeah. how these crystals were powering things. Okay, um, 
yeah, I can just picture these giant purple crystals. But it was the idea of this this girl, the shock of just seeing her just disappear and then appear. So did you find the way to pin her down in a way like I know where, where she are goes, you going? What are you... where your ba- where is your base station, whatever it is? I get the impression that she kind of knew what she was doing. Okay. It wasn't accidental. Okay. Like it was a gift. So were you jealous that she can come back if she wants to? Well, feel... we we always afraid that if you go, we may not come back. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have any emotional connection okay. to it. It was more like I was observing. But this um, this same life, uh, you know, I I don't know. It, it was it was all it's all a bit disjointed in this this dream but it was it was basically i was either managing a bar or there was a bar performance space this same dream that i was involved with okay. entertaining people and things like that okay. which is interesting being like trying wanted to entertain in this life as well yes. there was a parallel there um but i just remember it being very sunny that there were vehicles that i was just leading this normal life there but part of this was... And you were curious in this paranormal phenomena. Yeah, yeah. So that was one dream. What's the other one? Man. <laughs> That's I'll how he starts. What, oh, man. man. Oh, man. <laughs> what I wrote down... What I wrote down... This... Oh, is that the one that you can't remember? And then you read it. So Steve came over today and then <sighs> he opened his phone. He's like, yeah, let's talk about my dreams. And then he read one dream. He's like... Whoa, I don't remember. Whoa, it's so cool. So I asked him to read it before he actually does podcasts because I was like, wow, that's kind of next level now. Yeah, and I think all I can do is read it. All right, (laughs) just just go with it. So I wrote down, this was the same night as that other dream. Okay, okay. So that was after the girl disappearing. This was before the girl disappearing. Oh, okay. But I didn't read it first because, whoa. Yeah, there, there he goes. I wrote down planets all imploding into one and then spraying out almost like a reset button i think i'd seen like if you imagine from space seeing all of these planets just going into one yeah and then just exploding out like a reset okay and then ouch it's starting to come back to me now um so it was like i was living on a planet and I wrote down here that we'd just feel a small bump. Then we'd have a period of invulnerability where we wouldn't feel the side effects and that we'd be protected for a short time. And then it would drastically change. The world would have storms, eruptions, whole ecosystems would change. It would only happen if we destroyed the planet to a certain level and needed to reset the entire solar system or galaxy. Being in space would protect us as we wouldn't have to be reliant on a planet to survive. Okay, so it's good to know you were safe. (laughs) Or us were safe. And I was like, whoa, what was that to do with? And it was almost like the um, destruction of a planet. And yet you were were kind of put to somewhere safe while it's all happening in some sort of vacuum or whatever it's called. Yep. And was it a spaceship by any chance or no, just some sort of space? Did you have physical bodies? Yes. Huh? Yes. Did you have to eat? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So you basically were put somewhere 
to the side, basically. Then yep. you will watch the planets colliding, then exploding. Yep. yep. And then you were back to repopulate your chosen planet? Well, it said... Um, I said here we we're being in space. We wouldn't the space would protect us as we wouldn't be reliant on a planet to survive. And I think it's the idea that we would live on a spaceship in space. Okay, like that's it. Like if if the planet was to just go, like there would be destruction, eruptions of storms, and ecosystems would change. Everything that would only happen. So I, I don't know whether that's to do with Earth or if it's another thing another planet that i've lived on where that happened i'm just glad you survived i mean <laughs> but i do specifically when i read the the first bit that i wrote which is like we just feel a small bump i can remember that physical sensation okay like it's just like a bump but then you're fine okay like it's not painful at all That's like, the whole planet know. is just gonna saying, just saying yeah the whole planet that i was on was about to explode or change or completely go through a real physical drastic shift but you just go boom oh and just taken away from the situation okay. in space watch it unfold and then i mean what do you make of that <laughs> there i don't know wow but it but and like i said here it, it would only happen if we destroyed the planet to a certain level and needed to reset the entire solar system or galaxy so I have a feeling that it... Well, they do say Saturn is losing its rings. <laughs> do they? <laughs> yeah. And they that. do say that they have a theory that maybe other planets had their rings and they lost it. So, like, we are not seeing planets in their prime development, whatever. Mm. Well... And we are kind of apparently self-destroying the planet. I don't know how much of it is true, though. The planet, I think, is fighting against what we're doing to it. Like, it's it's reacting um, actually, I have a theory. My perception is it's not just what we are doing. It's the Earth itself as well as going through a turmoil of, mm. of its own accord. Mm. So it's not entirely man-made. It's kind of a teenager, pre-hormonal teenager kind of shifts are happening. That's how the, pl I'm... the planet's going through puberty. Yeah, that's how I take the Earth. Mm. It's getting older, maturing. No, it's still going into teenage stage. It's not. It's nowhere near being even an adult. Interesting. Well, let's hope that this isn't a premonition. Um, Actually, I don't mind this premonition. We're all safe, so boom, <laughs> and we are there. I, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I. It was. I definitely <laughs> remember seeing, like, an entire solar system of planets just go. Whoop, I'm kind of more, I'm more envious of the girl. I mean, I'd like to do that, you know, like physically, not just, just mentally. Just disappear. Yeah, mentally is fine, but you don't get all the physical buzz. So hopefully, I could do that physically as well. Zoom, mm. Gone. Zoom, came back. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that's the ones that I can uh, I, I've written down that well, I can remember. If I just can add to it a little bit sideline again but if you guys have crazy dreams like that and that are physical lucid or you feel there's more significance to them you see steve always records his dreams and it's really important uh it, there will be something it's not so much that every single dream will actually have the value 
it's more training your mind and saying to your other realms that you're exploring during your waking or sleep states, saying, okay, I recognize it is another existence for me. I recognize I'm receiving the knowledge here. So we're writing down is like sending a signal. Okay, please give me more, give me more of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's quite cool that you do. Mm. The, the other thing that's really interesting, a bit of a side note, is when we had the activation session, I had saw these blue flickering lights over my eyes, didn't I? Was it during the session? During the session, yeah. and mm-hmm. you said that was downloads. You? Yeah. Which is really trippy. Just seeing if I wrote down any more dreams, but I didn't. Um, but, then, but then I don't know what, if those downloads have been... Well, sometimes it's also been... sometimes it's also perception that they are here. There is acknowledgement. There is like a lot that we don't understand. Um, actually, interestingly enough, we had this meditation. We shows up the other day, and uh, she had flickering lights. It's like oh, it's really annoying because I get more of them, and sometimes uh, she's working in the corporate world. She said sometimes I'll see them, and um, they're disturbing. I'm like, no, <laughs> this is your new reality, girl. You don't just discard your opportunity to perceive things. This yeah. is it. Yeah. I was like, oh, can't it be just like switched off? I'm like, not at this level, no. <laughs> like, there is a point where uh, I was doing one work, which was important for a client. And then I saw the flickering lights, which they were just trying to get attention. And I was like, okay, look, I, I see you. I perceive you, I acknowledge you, but I have to concentrate here right now. And it was gone, like instantly. I was actually surprised it worked. So, so you can, you can acknowledge it. You can switch it. it off, yeah. But yeah, it's whether <laughs> anyway. you feel like you should or not, you know, whether um, you're ignoring it for the wrong reasons. I think if it doesn't affect you in a sense, you, you don't mind in there. It's more like when you learn a new, I mean, the best comparison I can think of learning a new language. Mm. So if it's happening, start uh, start noticing when it happens, what time, what, what mood you are in, because it's all correlated. Because sometimes it's when you're more relaxed or more alert. Mm. It depends on the person. And then just see what it's related to. Without, you know, not taking it too seriously. But yes. I think whenever you have those kind of things and you definitely went to your eye doctor and you checked your eyesight is fine, then <laughs> yeah. take it to the next level. It's like, okay, there is a different perception now happening. Yeah, because I was uh, seeing a lot of flickering lights and like like what I thought were like floating things. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it was really tripping me out. This was a few, quite a few months yeah, ago. Yeah, but it was also the time when your energy was clearly manipulated for you. Yeah. And when I say manipulated for you, manipulated for your human you, that could be you, mm. your uh, bigger self, your truer self, whatever you want to call it. Or if you are quite fully in your human uh, body here, then it is the team that has contract with you to ensure that your vibration is shifted at the right time to the mm. next level. Because it was really interesting that that happened and I went to the doctors and yeah. went to the eye doctors oh, you and did? they were like, nothing wrong. Okay, good, good, good. It's absolutely fine. I was like, yeah. oh, but now I look back on it and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I see. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's getting that perspective. But anyway, good. Okay, well, let's leave it there, shall we? Okay. I'll speak to you soon, guys. Thanks, everyone. Thank bye. you. Bye.